0: Welcome to this is your book club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. It's July. What? Can you believe? Like my
1: summer's like dwindling away so fast. Yeah,
0: one month down. I'm
1: starting to panic.
0: I love summer so much, and I want it to stay summer. Me too. Um, But it's ours. Has been really busy. I thought it would be a little more mellow. I, don't, I just think compared to last summer where like nothing, nobody did anything. It was just home. It was nothing. We did nothing. I wanted I wanted that from last summer, but
1: this summer by choice. Because this last uh, year was crazy. It was crazy. So just some downtime. But I go out of town. You're going on the world's this most epic weekend and epic I'm super, super trip. excited. So I am not going to wish away my summer or
0: no, talk it's almost over. No, you are living it
1: up cuz here it goes here goes our big trip. In
0: the moment.
1: In the moment. That's my goal for the rest of this summer is to not worry about what's left yeah. or how much is gone or what might happen cuz that's a panic of mine too. Like, oh, but what if what if? Let's just let's enjoy today because today is summer. Yeah. It's beautiful and weather. It's awesome. We yeah. even
0: had a little bit of rain, which is a big deal for us. We yeah. are low I love a on summer water. Summer
1: rainstorm. Me too. It was nice to cool everything off. Me
0: too. Yeah, I love it. So, so today we have a uh, what's on your shelf episode. We sure do. Lots of books to talk about.
1: We do, but we also have to talk about our author. Our fun fact for the, the push. push. Which is Ashley Audrain,
0: and I'm ready to learn something new she about her. Is this
1: is her first book? Wow! So there is not like when I go to different like Wikipedia or my normal places. Her website there's her website there's just not a lot yet, but because she's so new, she she is new, but that's okay too. We um,
0: we heard love great discovering things a new about author. this
1: author, about this book, and so the fact that she's she's got something new. Anyway, so I'm just super excited that she's got a book out. It, she's a new author, and it's getting great reviews. Awesome! Um, but this is a little bit about her. She was she previously worked as the publicity director of Penguin Books Canada. Wow, that's cool. That's a cool job. Wow. Prior to Penguin, she worked in public relations. She is a graduate of the media, information, and techniculture program at Western University. She lives in Toronto, where she and her partner are raising their two young children. The Push is her first novel. So, wow. I'm
0: going to. So, we have a Canadian author. Uh huh. That's awesome. Which is awesome. Something different.
1: Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. And her cover is cool and like it shows on her website, like the different covers releases in different countries and the name. It's just, I love looking at that kind of stuff.
0: So anyway, that's awesome. I'm excited. I am too. I am looking forward to it. Bring it on. I, I have all the hope in the world to love it. Me too. Always. Every time.
1: Um, I haven't ever been too disappointed. We haven't had a complete flop.
0: No, we We haven't. We've had good picks. So I have no doubt this one will rise like the others. I concur. (laughs) So today, for what's on your shelf, I think it's your turn to go first. Do I
1: get to go first?
0: What have you been reading, Jamie?
1: (sighs) Well, the last book I finished was a disappointment. No. Should I start there?
0: What was it? Well, now I'm curious. Well,
1: because I'm a bit disappointed because I've been doing and talking about The Armchair Traveler. Yeah. And reading those books. So this was a book off of that list. It's called Dark Sky by CJ Box. Okay. It had on Goodreads 4.54 stars. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. 10,000 ratings. This is a series, the Joe Pickett series. This is book number 21. Whoa, Ugh. that's a lot of. It's a lot books. of books, and you know, eh, eh, eh. What I did you it, give it? I gave it two stars. Two. Whoa! Which for something to come off of a list like one book for each state, this was your best book for Wyoming. That's kind of sad. I was kind of like, huh. Hmm. But okay. I'll take it. So I'm just saying two stars for me is don't. That, it's not really worth yeah, your time. I, I, what is yeah. it about? Okay. So it is Cowboys in Wyoming living okay. off of like. <laughs> maybe not your genre. So maybe not my genre. Okay. Although I have enjoyed a few backcountry um, horseback ride st- stories. But you're right. It's not my go-to genre. But it's about um, this game warden in Wyoming and he is asked by the governor of their town city whatever to take this um this mogul this social media mogul that everybody knows who he he is he's created this platform he posts every day it's something different than instagram or facebook it's for people who care i don't why it, it didn't really sound <laughs> any different but you know sure whatever mm-hmm. but this guy he um he wanted he he wants to learn all the time and so he gets on these like kicks with things and then he goes out and learns something new like whatever his interest is he goes out and does it so his interest was he wants to um kill and prepare his own meat so he wants oh. to go on this elk hunt okay and the governor it has asked this game warden to take him out and do this cuz this isn't just for anybody to go do this is like, this is a hard, the mountain is hard. The, yeah. you have to know what you're doing. You could, yeah, have a guide. And they want him to talk up Wyoming because he's got to put in all these big, um, infrastructure buildings for his social media thing. And so they want him to look at doing it in Wyoming and bring revenue and jobs to Wyoming. And so he takes this, um, social media guy, out and he is not at all prepared for any like he you know it's all a show for social media and whatnot and they there ends up being um some people who knew he was going to be there and are following him and um want him dead and so it's just this um yeah trying to get away from the bad guys or who really is the bad guy. And Okay. Yeah. Not great. No. <laughs> I mean, I could say like, it was interesting to bring like modern times to country living. Okay. Like the juxtaposition of the two, but I wasn't, yeah, I could have done without it. I definitely don't want to read any of the other in the series. Okay. Um, if Fair you enough. love that city series, you'll love it.
0: There you go. It's another one of there those. There you go.
1: And that's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Eh. I just am left with. Uh. Eh. Yeah. Dark Sky. Is that what it's called? called Dark Sky by CJ Box. Sorry, CJ. Sorry. Yeah. And it probably mostly is. It's not my genre. Fair enough. But that's okay. There you go. Okay. Uh, there's only. up. Oh, there you go. I don't have a one star, so we're only going to go up.
0: I like that. Okay. Something to look forward to. There you go. <laughs> okay. The first book I'm going to talk about is The Good Sister, because you've already read it and reviewed it here. Yes. But I'm talking about You're it talking because about it. it did have an impact on me, so I'm like using it as a book I've Do read, it. even go though I talked about it. Okay, so the good sister, as a refresher, I know Jamie already kind of gave some background on it when she talked about it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's two sisters. One has, like, sensory issues, and so socially is different. Mm -hmm. And the other one is not like that. She seems quite normal and takes care of the sister with sensory issues. Their mother is in the hospital because she, like, overdosed, and she's, like, Brain damage, but they're trying to help her, like, get better. But it's right. been years, and so she probably won't. Um, and the sister with sensory issues, she works in the library. She loves her sister, and will kind of do whatever for her. And so she decides she's going to have a baby for this sister. Anyway, lots of things are happening here. Mm-hmm. And it's you're, – you're watching it from both sisters' points of view. It jumps between – Each sister, and they tell their And they're twins,
1: right? Yes, they are twins. Okay.
0: Yep. So, I will say, like, I I felt anxious throughout this whole book. Just like, (gasps) like, what is going to happen? Are we going to... Like, this doesn't feel right. Right? But how is it all going to work out? And just really worried for one of the sisters. I don't want to spoil anything because... You have to read it to know. You do
1: have to read it. It is. It's so well written, I think. It is very well written. It does give you this perspective of the two sisters.
0: Yes. And it kind of messes with like, what's real? What one do you believe? Right. Because they both can't be right. Right? Or are they? They have such different points of view. Yeah. And it's like giving good advice but is it good advice
1: right and all
0: the advice that you take is it, is it really per- the best choices
1: right. for you and are you being protective or are you being manipulative
0: yeah there could it could be taken either way which way is it and i felt very conflicted yeah throughout like the whole thing just like i almost just like i read it really quickly listened i listened very quickly just so that i knew everything was okay in the end, like I did you just like had the to ending, get it over with. I like yeah. the way that it ended up. I was very worried, and I don't know why it like, affected me so much, but I was so worried. I gave it four stars just because I was so wrapped I mean, it was well written, and I was so yeah. wrapped up in like how this was all going to play out. I, th-
1: yeah, I gave it four stars as well. So yeah. we're
0: equal on that. It was good, it's definitely it's worth it. It's a good, um, like thriller, but not like yeah. it's sisters but it's like the sister relationship and the and the value that we place on family members and their opinions and their everything like sometimes right. we forgive a lot of things because it's family and we do things for family that maybe isn't but we th- we know it isn't normal but they're family right. but
1: then also sometimes you take, you are doing things for people that don't really need that done for them, but you don't know if they're capable of doing it themselves. But yes. if you don't give them the chance to try to do it themselves, they're never going to become capable. How much is yes. too much support? And maybe you should just like walk away and let them. Yes. a little bit.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: It was, it was good. There's a
0: lot of things going on there. Have you, if you've read it, like, please chime in. I let us know what lot. you thought. Okay. Very good. That was my Excellent one.
1: one. Okay. My next one is Queenie. by. Ooh. Have you read it?
0: No, it has been on my list for a long time. Me
1: too. And it finally just came up. And <sighs> um, so it's Queenie by Candace Cardi Williams. And it came out in 2019. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not brand new, but a couple no. of years old. Um, if you If it doesn't sound familiar to you, when you see the picture, if you've been looking at lists, you'll, you'll you recognize, would recognize it. it. Yeah, but um, it is the story of a girl who she's living in London, and she's Jamaican. Sh- so she's black. And she is, she's an adult, and trying to figure out life and failing, succeeding. She's got you know, she's got the issues of being black and being discriminated against. That's definitely there. And she is seeing that, um, that effect on her life and the generational effect that it had, like on her parents and how it's kind of meddled down. But then also her relationship with her mom was not good. She's dealing with some issues from childhood and how she was raised and, and working on those And all of these things are just, it's like, how are you going to be successful when there's so much going against you? How can you expect to do anything more when this is, this is the life you're dealt, you know? And so it's kind of her coming to terms with taking accountability for what's hers and doing the work needed to be done to figure out how to be successful, how to take control of your life and take control of your life. Like, right? It, you can't just continually blame it, although these things have made it a hardship. And yes, that's real. But you can stand above it and you can push and stand up for yourself and believe in yourself because she's just making poor choice after poor choice after poor choice. Just, uh. you know, one right after another in your life. And she knows better. Right. She's like, I know I shouldn't do this, but she just can't. She just keeps doing, just making bad choices, just getting cycle. with guys, and exactly, it's a like breaking the cycle. She needs to break impossible. the cycle and and look at her past in the face and take care of it, and so and it's just and kind of a be better and be better about that. Yep. Um, It says in here that it's Bridget Jones's Diary meets Americana. I love when they give descriptions of it's like this meets this. That's always like a mm, love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. You would agree. Yes. It would be the black version of Bridget Jones's Diary with some. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I haven't read Americana. So I don't know on that one, but. What did you give it? I gave it three stars. Awesome. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was, you know, sometimes it's like one of those when you're just like, oh my gosh, just start making some good choices. It's hard. It's yeah,
0: sometimes hard to. Like you're trudging through with her.
1: Yes. You feel that trudge. Okay. Which I that's also very good writing about putting yourself in the character's shoes. Yeah. She's trudging. So three stars for me.
0: Love I liked it. it very good. Okay, the next book I'm going to talk about is Fable by Adrian Young. I think this is a young adult fiction. Okay, I'm quite sure. I don't think I've I would classify it as that.
1: Heard of this? It doesn't it's sound familiar. Like this?
0: Oh, cover. I've seen it. Yep. Um, it's a it's like a fantasy. Okay. It's like about. This girl who is the daughter of, I mean, they don't call him a pirate, but they live in the middle of these islands and they live on a boat and they just travel from all these small islands doing trading and things. And he's like a boat captain and he has a fleet of boats and he's like hard on the other boat people the other fleets that are like his competition okay. Okay. and you go on land and you barter and you trade. And so you can kind of imagine like I imagined pirates of the Caribbean type time frame, And at the very beginning of the book, like fable is the girl's name. It was the daughter of this man and he leaves her on an Island and she's young. She's like six years old. Eight years old, mm-hmm. and to, he just leaves her there. Her, her mom dies, and so he abandons her on the island, and he promises her if he can ever make it back to her, he'll give her her birthright. Otherwise, he'll never see her again.
1: Oh. And
0: she's left on this really harsh island to fend for herself, and she goes through a lot of hard things, but she learns how to survive, and she is able to get off. And she gets it's the whole story is her tale of how she gets off this island and finds her way back to her father and what he gives her and what she does with it. But I didn't know this until I got to the end. It is the first in a series. Oh. So it was super fun. It was a light, easy read. It takes you out of reality for a minute. And you can imagine it's like going to the movies, because it's that easy it's of a that. read, like just enjoyable. Just, yes, just she was fun. She's a fun, tough female lead, right? Awesome. Loved that, and she's she's smart and tricky, right? Like how she gets what she needs, okay. and and at the same time, has been alone for so long and is desperate for connection and to feel a part of. A group. She wants to yeah. be a part of something and have other people around her.
1: Okay. So young adult or juvenile fiction, like would middle schoolers enjoy it? High schoolers or would I bet you say
0: middle like um maybe like a more advanced middle school. Totally middle school, high school. Okay. I could read this even out loud to my kids. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. <Would> you, <laughs> you read I more in it. the series? I probably will read the yeah. next one. Awesome. Every once in a while, it's like my brain needs a break. Yes. From like, I agree completely. Do you know what I mean? Like, just from some of the heavier topics, just a laid
1: back, enjoyable listen.
0: Yeah. Of- like, there are books that you just really need to put a lot of mental effort into. Mm-hmm. And then there's books that don't require any. This right. book did not require any mental effort. I was just taken for a ride. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I, that's awesome. I didn't see where it was going to go. And so there was a little twist at the end that I didn't see coming. And I thought that was kind of fun. I gave it three stars. I mean, it's just an easy going. If you just want to break from your regular adult fiction, yeah. this is a fun one That's to turn one. to. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. I even think it was on Reese. I didn't find this out till after because I read it and was like, this is like a young adult and started looking into it. And it's a Reese's pick for young adults. Hmm. So it's a good, like, it's a decent book, but it is in that genre. Okay. Fun. Yeah.
1: All right. I read The Wrong Family by Taryn Fisher. Why does this sound familiar? I think, so she wrote The Wives. Okay. She's written other, let me see what else. I think that's the only other thing I've read from her is The Wives. And it was good. I liked The Wives. Oh, yeah. She has lots of others and pretty racy looking covers. Interesting.
0: I have totally seen this cover.
1: It's been on some lists lately. Um, I think it came out in the last year, 2020, December of 2020. Um, And it's a thriller. And it didn't disappoint.
0: Okay. What's it
1: about? It is. It's so creep vibe. Ew. So, what... (laughs) Too much information about me, but one of my biggest, (laughs) I have a lot of fears, but one of my reoccurring fears of my childhood is that somebody is hiding in the cupboards in my bathroom. What? I know. So like. How two, does that even like cross your mind? I, well, I had this reoccurring dream that the person who lived in there had a 7-Eleven shirt on. So it was a person who worked at 7-Eleven. I don't know why this reoccurring dream.
0: Was hiding in your Was cupboard. hiding in
1: my cupboards. And so when I, in my bathroom. So when I'd go in my bathroom to take a shower, I was terrified, A, that while I was in the shower, they would come out of the cupboard. Did you check? Well, yeah, but not always because I didn't want to see it either. Oh. But sometimes I would just to, but I wouldn't close my eyes in the shower. Like when I'm rinsing shampoo out of my hair, okay. I would rather have shampoo in my eyes than close my eyes and be caught off guard by somebody. <laughs> I have this imagination like no other, and I had some serious anxiety as a child. Oh my gosh. This is one of them. That would have scared me too. So, totally irrational could not ever really happen until this book and I was oh, like oh no what see see it could really happen so this book the wrong family is about this family that lives in this very um predominant neighborhood like people really they want to just even walk through the neighborhood it's these old homes that are huge and it's just a beautiful place to be and like really aspire to live in one of these houses in this neighborhood okay and so this husband and wife have a house there and everything's just going to be perfect. And they're going to have the perfect family and the perfect child. And they have um, a hard time getting pregnant and they have their own marital squabbles and they have to kind of fix this place up over the years, but they um, end up having a son and it's just perfect. Like they always thought it would be. Then you've got this other character, Juno, who, um, She was a therapist, but things go wrong in her career that you find out as you go through and she's no longer practicing and things have just not gone well for her. And you find those things out as you're reading the book, but she finds herself um, (laughs) in the closet in the house of this family one day as you do find yourself interested in how somebody else lives and they look like the perfect family and you want to see more. And then, so she goes into this house and somebody walks in or somebody's there. And so she hurries and just goes in the closet to not get caught. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so it it goes from there. And while in this closet, she overhears a conversation that. Um, From the outside, this family looks perfect, but inside the house, it's not so perfect. And now she is intrigued to uncover the imperfections of this family.
0: Oh, my goodness. It
1: is. It's a creeper.
0: Okay. And it's good. It's a good one. Would I be anxious through this whole book? Like I was for the good sister? Mm,
1: no. No. Okay. I want... Well,
0: I don't think so. Am I worried that someone's hiding in my closet every time I walk in the room? Yes,
1: you should check your closets. (laughs) Okay. Always check your closets.
0: Keep your house locked. Or have them so full that no one would fit.
1: That's exactly how my closets work. (laughs) You're going to open it. It's all going to fall out on top of you. Yeah. And that's your own fault for breaking into my house.
0: Welcome. Yeah. To... Our closets. Keep your doors locked. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's creep. What'd you give it? I gave it three stars. Okay. It's a good one. Very cool. My next one I'm going to talk about is Miss Benson's Beetle. Have you heard of this? By Rachel Joyce. No.
1: Nope.
0: I have not heard of it. It came out the end of last year. Okay. I don't even know where I heard of this book if I'm being completely honest, but I had it on like my to-read list, okay, and was able to get it at my library. It is the story of a woman um named Marjorie. Marjorie. Marjorie, and it's like 1950, so okay. it's after World War II and she lived through that time and she has kind of a sad childhood her brothers died three brothers died at the same on the same day during the war and her dad in his devastation kills himself okay um and so she's left with a mother who like doesn't speak just sits in a rocking chair quietly and so doesn't really interact with her at all and then her aunts and her aunts are these spinsters who never had kids and basically just like teach her how to become a spinster <laughs> And are just like just you know have no aspirations for her and just just this what's is, it expected of you? All as a it's going to woman. be is what we are. Yeah. Okay. And so, but the one thing that she did with her dad was he loved insects and he loved like wilderness and outdoors and and animals and just creatures. Mm-hmm. And so he instilled in her the same love. One of the things was. He showed her a book of, like, amazing creatures that were, like, beyond your imagination. And they were drawings of, like, mermaids and unicorns and all these different things that uh, you've never seen but you hear about that are kind of fantastical. Okay. And And she's kind of like, yeah, this is so cool, but, like, right? They're not real. Right. And then he turns the page to this golden beetle. And it's all gold. And she knows a lot about beetles because he has researched them and and taught her a lot. And so this felt like it could be real to her. And she kind of holds on to that because it's just this one thing from her father. And one day after her mother dies, she decides she wants to try to research this golden beetle. Mm -hmm. And she goes to the historical library and just meets a man there who teaches her, sees that she keeps coming and researching Mm -hmm. this one thing and she's young. And so he helps her learn how to discover new species. Cool. Yeah. And so she becomes kind of, she learns the process of how like new species are discovered and, um, puts a lot of time and effort into finding where this golden beetle could be, how to go about finding it. And she research. it's very amazing to watch the process and you watch her do this, but for one reason or another, she never does go looking for it. She becomes a school teacher and she doesn't like even teaching, but that's what yeah. she does for 25 years. And one day decides it's not what she wants to do after a series of events happen. Uh-huh. And she's like, this isn't the life I ever wanted. I'm going to go and find this beetle. So she goes off on this adventure to find this golden beetle in this remote island, and that she's sure that's where it is. That could be real or could not be real, right? There's a but huge she's done her way. research and she's sure it's there. Okay, and so she has an. Ass- she goes through the process of finding an assistant and embarks on this adventure, and so you go with Marjorie. On this adventure. And it has every mishap you can imagine. Her assistant is a kook. And you are worried about them every step of the way. But it's really just a story about finding yourself and living each day for the most. And, like, what do you want your life to look like? And what would? how do you go about making it real? Right. And what's most important in life? What's most important? And it's not always what you think it is. I just thought it was it's really sweet. It's like in the vein of a man called O Uva, but um a different take, right? Like yeah. she goes on this grand adventure. Um but but lovely. Finding the joy yeah. in her life. Yeah. Mm, and good. her assistant. Like her assistant yeah. has her own history and there's a lot going on there and it is like a bag of worms i don't even know how else to describe it it's just like worms. go on this adventure with her it was fun i gave it yeah. three stars it's definitely a fun read awesome
1: that sounds great yeah okay for my last one is that what we're at now yeah it's right? uh-huh. gone by fast um my last one i want it's one you've read before but i loved it okay this time next year
0: and did you just this
1: read it time? recently?
0: No, it has it's been, been a long while, time. It's been a right? Yes, it okay. was last year.
1: I loved it so much. It's been on my list since you talked about it. And, you know, they all kind of... My list keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And they all kind of like... I know. How did this get here? And is this the one I really want to do or not? And it was a... Avail- for one reason or another, it just came up. And I just love it so much. So it is... um This Time Next Year by Sophie Cousins. Remind them what it's about. Yeah, So it's about a girl named Minnie Cooper, who she was born on New Year's Day. She is the first, not the first baby of the new year, but her mom and the first baby of the new year are giving birth at the same time. And one of them is very aware of getting the title of first baby of the new year. And there's that some comes money with the reward. Yeah. Yes. Cause this is like 2000, right? Or yeah. Turn of 1990 or 2000. Anyway, it's, I don't remember. I, I don't recall that part, but, um, and they're just making this big deal out of it and they're going to give away money. And it's a 1990, a, it's I think 1990. So it's a, it's a big competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the new baby of the decade. Yeah. And so the one mom's very aware, the other mom is not. And they kind of become friends and help each other through labor. Like the one mom is has done it before and she's telling her how to do it and um the best ways to do it anyway. And then they're separated and one ends up giving birth the new year and steals the other person's name. They've talked about, well, what are you naming your baby? And she's going to name it Quinn because it's a lucky name. And so the one who ends up having the baby first takes that name and says, well, this baby's lucky. I'm going to name this baby Quinn. And the other family finds out and they're like, well, now we can't name it Quinn because this baby's getting all this publicity. And so the husband's like, I've always liked the name Minnie. And it's not for a couple of days that they realize they've just named their baby Minnie Cooper. Yeah. And this is the unluckiest baby and her life goes down that road of being the unluckiest girl. Everything just seems to go wrong for her, especially New Year's Eve and her birthday, which after so many years of things going wrong on this day, she's an adult now and she just is giving up and just stays home on this day because it's not worth going out because something always goes wrong. So she, um, by a chance meetup, she ends up meeting Quinn Hamilton. Yes. I believe is the last name who she's like, you stole my name when he introduces herself, um, himself to her. And she, he's like, what do you mean I stole your name? And she says, you know, it tells him the whole story, which he didn't know. And um,
0: and he they says, just my go, mother feels differently about yeah, that this day. This
1: is her side of the story. And this is my mom's side of the story. And what is it really? And our... She looks at him, he's, you know, they're wealthy. He's been given, he's had every opportunity, every luck. He's just been handed everything. And here she's had to work for everything. And her parents don't have a lot and have had to work so hard and things are just rough. And like, again, what's on the outside isn't always what's on the inside. And so their lives kind of circle around each other for a while as they, um, as they go through history and show different New Year's Eves over previous years and what's happened to both of them. I loved it. I, it was lighthearted. It was an easy listen, which is just what I needed amongst some others that are were a little darker or more um, thought requiring. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just fun.
0: So what did you give it? I gave it four stars. Oh, so did I. I loved it. I'm I loved so it. glad you liked it. It was just it. a nice... Palette cleanser. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. It's just a really good one. Yeah.
1: It was creative, the little twists and the... Just how things met up here and there. And I just... Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun one. I love it
0: so much. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. My last one that I'm going to talk about is Dial A for anties.
1: Ah, I... I know you've talked about this being on your list for a while.
0: <laughs> yes, I've had this on hold for a long time. It's got a huge hold list, list. Yes, at yes, my yes, yes. library. Um, to give a little bit of background, it is not what I expected. Let me just say that. Okay. I don't know if I just didn't read the synopsis. And sometimes and just I made don't a because it's like cover. more
1: fun, right? That way to not know, yeah, that's true too. But let's talk about your judgment from the cover because I have made a judgment from the cover. Yes, you have what, about this book. Yes, I don't know anything about this book, but I've made a judgment based off of its cover.
0: So, if you haven't seen this cover before, mm-hmm. I will give you a description. There, it's like cartoon. Okay, yep. so like contemporary ish mm-hmm. style. Of, like, an Asian gal on her phone in her sunglasses, and behind her are her four aunts. I assume they're her aunts and they're kind of watching her. Yeah. So I got, I thought it would be about this younger girl who is like navigating dating, maybe. And her overly involved aunts. Yes. That are, like, always
1: meddling. My judgment was that it was part of Crazy Rich Asians. It does kind of have that that series Because it has that look to it, but it is not at all. It's completely different authors. Yes. So that was my judgment, and I wanted to clarify that, that I made some assumptions, and it is not. It is. It is not. A different series.
0: It's not even what I thought. Yeah. Okay. So I thought it was... Going to be about these aunties meddling in her just life, right? Yeah, Yeah. and it's her mother and three aunties. Okay, and they all live together, and she lives with them. And they have a curse in their family that that all of the men leave. Okay, and um, so for whatever reason, they get you know they, they she has a history of how they've lived throughout the Malaysian area uh-huh. and then made their way over to America. They now are in California and all the men leave, even the boys, the sons, when they get to an age leave and they move away and leave them. And so now she's the only daughter who stayed and she stays and she takes care of it. So that's kind of like, yeah, this is setting up to be just what I thought, but no, um, they have started this company together the aunties and her and she is a photographer and they have like a whole wedding business so she does the pictures one aunt does um the makeup her mother does the flowers another aunt does the cake okay so you like Like hire them and they'll do it all wedding planners all yeah like they'll do the whole bit and um they have this huge event coming up like this big wedding that's like going to blow it out of the water for them where they go spend a weekend on this island where the wedding takes place and they're doing all of, like all of them are, have been hired. Oh, and then the other aunt does entertainment. She sings. Okay. So I forgot that wedding. So yes, they all do the whole thing. And so this is like big time, like event for them. And they've been working for towards it and everything. Well, the night before the, or a couple of nights before, they go to dinner at a lo- at the restaurant, and they the their mother, her mother and aunties, like break it to her that they opened a dating um, profile for her on an app because oh, they think just she what should you date. Want-
1: your mom and aunties to do
0: for you. Yeah. Because she did. She was in a very serious relationship for three years. But she never told them about it. Because lots of reasons. And so they don't know that she. They think she's never had a relationship. She just doesn't know how to date. And she's no longer in this relationship? She's not. Okay. It's over. But they just never knew about it. And they it. didn't know about okay. it. So they just think she just doesn't know how. And that she's too shy. And so they're going to help her. And so they found this guy. And he's so sweet and kind and perfect. And... He owns hotels and so he's rich and he is kind and he loves all these wonderful things and that she loves and she needs to go. And so she's like, fine, I'm just going to do this once and then they'll leave me alone. That's it. So she goes and she ends up having like a decent and okay time and it was fine and they had a good dinner. But she's ready for it to be over and she's on her way. She But she did have a little too much to drink, so she's going to call a cab. And he's like, don't call a cab. I'll drive you home. And she's like, what about you? You need a car home. And he's like, no, no. I have lots of cars. And he's always referencing his money throughout the whole dinner, which she thinks is lame, but she doesn't really care. So she's like, okay, well, that's weird, but whatever. So she allows him to drive her home. Well, he doesn't drive her home. He drives her down a dark alley and proceeds to, like – attack her sexually and she's like what is going on and he's like oh you're playing coy and she's like what are you talking about and he's like you know she very physically and stops him and tries to to get him to stop whatever and while he's driving like he's still like got his hand on her leg and he's kind of going after her and she freaks and tasers him in the car while he's driving and they crash good for her yeah but they crash no means no okay so she gets out of the car, or she blacks out when she comes to because of the crash. She's like, oh my gosh, she's bleeding. She thinks he's dead. She puts him in the trunk and goes home. Ah. Because she doesn't know what to do.
1: Well, there's
0: that. So the I guess rest that's the of thing the do story is to put him in is, the trunk. Yes, I know. So the rest of the book, this all happens at the very beginning. I am not really spoiling anything for you. Okay. Is just them doing the wedding and not letting help and the aunties helping her so that no one finds out that she did this. Wow. But it is not like sad and oh no and whatever. It is like funny and lighthearted and it's like weekend at Bernie's.
1: Like you're making a movie out of this. Yes.
0: It's like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. With Asian aunties. I love it. It was a hoot. Super funny. Not at all what I expected. I could not figure out how they were going to pull this off. And it was fun to watch it all happen. So you might have to move it up a little bit. I want higher you to read list. it and tell me. I gave yes. it three stars. Three. Okay. What else awesome a fun list of books? Yes. Have you guys read any of these? What did you think? I wanna know. I know. Thanks for listening today. Yeah. Um, We have something fun for next time. So stay tuned. Absolutely. If you want to chat with us, we'd love it. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook.
1: You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, leave us a review, all the things. We love your
0: support and your shares. I know. That's like our favorite thing is when you recommend us to a friend. It's like the greatest compliment. Yeah. So, thank you. Tune in next time. Yeah. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book Book Club. club.